Yo, what's up? This is the Technical Foul Podcast. We are back at you guys. Um, I know you guys have been seeing our tweets. Been kind of it's kind of the down part of the summer. Uh, no MLB. Well, actually, there's MLB games. It's the only thing happening right now. <laughs> actually, MLB Literally. is the only thing happening right now. But uh, maybe some uh, no basketball. German soccer starting up. Football's not yet here. Um, so kind of in uh, inception mode. Limbo. Kinda. Right, it's actually like movie time for me. It's for me, it's like sure. you know, is movie and binging TV show season exactly subscription. Like just binge watching Game of Thrones. Free trial day. subscriptions are inactive right now. <laughs> yeah, in rotation because we are uh, unplugged most of the time. Yeah, when it comes to uh, the cable. You know what I was thinking about? So it's summertime. I just got back from vacation. Went to San Francisco for like nine days. Yeah, how was, it was that? Cool. It was cool, you know, except for the you fact the that wife? I passed out at the airport due to being sick and lack of fluids. Never happened to me before. It kind of felt like I just took a nap. That's crazy. And woke because, up. No, we're gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> so, what was it? Tuesday? It was a Tuesday, Last right? Tuesday. So like a so week ago, and we're in this group text and which hold on. We were going, we were supposed to be on a better rotation of the podcast. Correct. Instead of once a month, we were going to record every week. Yes. Post it. As you guys been noticing. But that didn't happen because somebody <laughs> had to go and mess up the rotation by almost dying at the San Francisco airport. He wanted yeah. to enjoy life. More life. More life. <laughs> I lived it, that's for sure, because we did a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. Drove a lot. Anyway, you got to see the West Coast. It was cool. But I, what I was, the reason I brought that up is because I was going to ask you guys, like, what's the best vacation or, like, the most memorable place that you have been on vacation? Like, if you had to say your favorite spot, what would you say? Because we all, all three of us like to travel, we like to go places. and um, So, Tony, do you have anything in mind? Um, well, I mean, my probably my favorite place. Is your fave, your favey? Yeah, we've been there a couple times now on the cruise ships. But uh, I knew he was gonna bring up the cruises on the speedboat. It's the best vacation. Before, I'm gonna interrupt you before you start. This guy loves to go on the cruises. I think I'm cruises. looking at a carnival uh, <laughs> trophy. Is it a trophy? It looks like a child's baseball trophy. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> so uh, they the call it the shelf ship right now. On the stick, we'll, we'll tweet it out to you guys. Yep. It's actually it's ship legendary. on a stick, ship on a stick, ship on a stick, which you win if you win like trivia or any stuff like that. You get a ship on a stick. That's your trophy. So. <laughs> Sounds funny. <laughs> but yeah, my favorite place. I've never honestly, had a ship on a stick personally. But. And it's not like the most glamorous place, but it's just like, and I mean, honestly, I haven't been to like overseas to any like real exotic countries and stuff like that. You know, to see a lot of culture. But Jamaica is my favorite place because you go there and it's like it's not like. Some places you go to, like... Enjoy the jerk. You go to, like, Mexico. Yeah. Like, you go to, like, Mexico or something. Like, yeah, it's different than the United States, but there's a lot of, like, U.S. culture. Like, they have, like... It's Americanized a little there's bit. There's a lot of, like, crossover Well, stuff let's talk about that where, for, for just a second. Because Mexico is a lot different depending on where you go, though. That's true. But if you're going to, like, a cruise ship destination, I, it's probably very... Americanized. What in the what the thing is is like touristy. Yeah, it's like you go to restaurants and like oh they serve authentic Mexican food, authentic. but it's really like it's really not. It's really like 
um, like Tex-Mex American yeah. slash Mexican. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's Tex-Mex. Yeah. I've, I've heard so, I've heard that's, that's very true. But when you, you go like to Jamaica, it's like, all right, from straight getting off the boat, it's, yep, this is 100% a different country. And yeah. it's cool. You get the feel of the culture. Um, this, the first time we went, we just kind of uh, went around the town and went to some shops and stuff like that. This time we went to a different place and went on like a Jeep safari and like up in the countryside and stuff. It's like, man, you see how these people live. It's dangerous. You really get a feel. No, it feels super like everybody, even like people outside of the tourist areas, yeah. it just feels like, I mean, they'll like, you know, waving at you. Everybody seems to be nice and stuff. Oh, my. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It, but you really get a feel of their, their culture and stuff and yeah. it's, it's super cool. So I like Jamaica a lot, even though, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh my gosh, it's so, it's it's dirty or it's small and there's no air condition and blah blah blah." Like, yeah, but to me, that's what's cool about it is that, you know, these people still live their life and do, you know, still you know, go through their daily life and that's just that's normal to them and they just make do with what they've got and that's it's super cool to me that that's a day away on a boat yeah. from where we live in the United States and right. all our comforts that we have mm. so Jamaica is my place in the water you know that, that made me think a lot about when I went to Mexico so I went to Monterey which is you know kind of in the middle of Mexico and it's like the third largest city in Mexico so it's it's a good size city it's probably like as big as Atlanta or bigger right and that city and the the families that I was there with like some good friends there's a lot of culture there's a lot of culture, and you kind of feel that, and you feel like the family, um, the fo- they focus like a lot on family. Like families live together. Like you might see like three generations in one house. Like you don't really see here. That was really cool. Like I do have to say that that brought back a lot of memories. You talking about that with Jamaica? Uh, that was a cool trip, and I was pretty young, like still in college when I went there. So, what's your like favorite place or favorite vacation the spot? Most- Memorable probably for me is is New York, mm. just because it's so different. Like, I've been in a lot of big cities and they start to kind of somewhat feel the same after a little while. Like, like there's definitely differences. Okay, like you know San Francisco, you have the Golden Gate Bridge. There's nothing like that I've ever seen. It's awesome. And then you've got like in Seattle, you know people kind of overhype the Space Needle to me and stuff. To me, the thing I enjoyed about Seattle was really, like, the water and being around, like, the pine trees and stuff. But New York is just, like, its own breed, you know? It's, like, it's so much different than everything else. And, you know, we what we did was we took the subway everywhere. Some people come in, they do the bus tours and all of that, and you're kind of above ground. But we did, the, we did the subway, and I have to say that really felt like an authentic... New York experience, like just being on the subway, seeing so many different people, like people watching is fascinating. There's so much stuff to do there. We were there for like four or five days and we didn't get to do everything. Like I really wanted to see the World Trade Center. We didn't get to see it. Um, But we got to go to Statue of Liberty, got to go to the top of the Empire State Building, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend that. Definitely. Um, We saw a fan of the opera on Broadway. You know, just just so many iconic things. Um, of course, 
I would be remiss if I didn't say that's where I got engaged at Rockefeller Center. People it's ice a skating. Special like, place. It's a special place. It's a special it always place will be. You. you know, like yeah. it's that scene from Home Alone where <laughs> Kevin sees his mom from the Christmas tree. Like we were right there. Right. You know, and uh, I don't know. It just it's such a cool city. The the people, the atmosphere. There's nothing like it to me. So, I I definitely say you know there's a there's more places I want to go, and there may be other places I might enjoy more in the future, but that would be the most memorable for me. How about you, Rask? Yeah, just to piggyback off New York, um, New York is was probably the definitely it was definitely my favorite place um, before. First of all, my favorite place is it's Los Angeles. Um, just for kind of the same reasons, but just, I guess, location-wise, it's more what I think I would enjoy. But New York is special to me because um, I went to see my then-favorite player, Trishman Grady, play when he played for the the Rockets at uh, Madison Square Garden. And uh, so that was cool. But uh, But, yeah, New York is a place of just amazing cultures of different people it's just like a melting pot of just everyone from all over the world and it just yeah. really kind of opens your mind to see different types of people and beautiful people too like you know it's just it's different from the south it's just the style is different too like you can tell people have their own sense of taste and style and are confident within that you know so yeah. and you know everybody's their own person it's right. not like you're trying to right and, be somebody um, else you can tell that just from passing by people so new york is definitely up there for me but um la was definitely one of my favorite places because i just you know i'm a huge laker fan and so um went out there for my birthday 24th birthday to uh, see number 24 to see number 24 and actually, they played Golden State. <clears throat> um, they lost to Golden State, but I actually saw Kobe drop 40 uh, points on Golden State. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Did I, I don't know if I ever told you this. Did you know I saw um, Kobe play against the Bobcats when they were still the Bobcats, like early on? No. And he dropped 48 in like... It wasn't a double or triple overtime. He ended up fouling out. Yeah. And Bobcats won... But like he had forty eight, I was like, it was pretty. It was a pretty crazy game. Like, I think it was my first or second NBA game. That's crazy. It was cool. Actually, Kobe scored forty four points. I remember. But um, other than that, it's just I went out there with a friend, and we actually met up with a a friend of mine. He took us to, we. It was like a. Being out there, I was, felt like I was one of the locals. Like Did you we go to went Roscoe's? Out, went to Roscoe's. It was the very first yeah. place we went to. Uh, it was cool. I'm not a big chicken and waffle guy. I, every now and then, I like get that, but I but don't you really like there. I mean, that's like iconic. Yeah, and out burger. I had to. Uh, in and out was awesome. Actually, the one we went to was supposed to be like the very first In and Out, and they had like the In and Out Museum right next door. Um, so that was cool. Tony, have you had In and Out Burger? Bro. I've only been west of Mississippi one time. Mm. Where to? Went to Dallas about mm, six months ago. Dallas. Yeah, that's right. It was the first time I've ever been west of Mississippi. They don't have In-N-Out Burgers. No, not east that far. Out here. 
Well, it's a west. Right it's a west coast. Uh, I think they franchise, have some in like Arizona, yeah. mostly in California. I'm gonna. I'm here to say like, I'm a. I'm a cookout guy. I like cookout because that's like a North Carolina thing, mm-hmm. and it's good for really cheap. In and Out Burger, like, to me, blows it out of the water. It's not even close. It's the best fast food burger I've ever had for sure. Hmm. So speaking of L.A., um, I guess there's a little bit of sports, but. LA won the summer league. Does that mean anything? I think no. it it means okay, so here, we all agree. Here, okay. Summer league is summer league. We all agree. Because then you're gonna go on your, okay, go ahead. your Laker tangent <laughs> and talk about how much you love the Lakers and how good they are now. And uh Even Ben's doing a hand gesture. Anyway, so uh <laughs> special hand gesture, but keep I, going. I will say this, like four or five years ago, four or five years ago. The Warriors won the summer league. And I do remember that team, like it wasn't Steph, it wasn't Clay, but it was some of these younger guys that are kind of role players and stuff like that. Like you could see the development, you could see that team starting to rise up. Right. They had Kent Bazemore, some of those guys. That's a good right? comparison. Yeah. Now at the same time, that year also Phoenix was very good in the summer league, and Phoenix has been trash for like the last six years. Ever since Steve Nash left. So, they're, they're, it can be deceiving sometimes. In my opinion, I think the Lakers played well because they have good young players. Is that going to translate to regular season wins? Probably not yet. I would temper the expectations. But I do like a lot of their young players. I think Lonzo is very exciting. Obviously, the passing, like, he, you know, the unselfish... Mentality, I think, is contagious. You know, I think Brandon Ingram's going to be nice. They got a steal in Kyle Kuzma. Like, there's things to be excited about if you're a Laker fan. I wouldn't go as far as Magic Johnson saying we're back. The Lakers are back. Well, I think I think that. I think it was taken out of context because he did go on to say like, like I think a lot of people stopped whenever they say you know well we're we're back we're back and didn't actually listen like I. He actually, he's like, you know, we've got good young talent. We've got, you know, we got Bi, we got uh, Lonzo. We got some he even good, shouted out Larry Nance. We got some good, <laughs> we got good some good guys player, on here. Like we're we're back. We're building this foundation. Like I, so, I think like we're back under control. He's true. He, we're ba- we're it. back on That's solid true, ground, though. and we're back. You know, back on track. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will say this: but, like as a Magic fan, I would. Kill to be in the Lakers' position right now right. because they actually have some guys you can get excited about, whereas the Magic have nothing. So much. let's get to the real meat of the issue. Um, does Lonzo not wear not wearing the Zos? Does that actually mean anything? Okay. Oh, I, well, is that an issue? Well, no, I think it does mean because here's the thing. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, because I get excited about this because you're talking about shoes now. This is one of my favorite things. You understand, like, because I'm like, I don't see him as a Nike guy because Nike has this like kind of clear, clean, clean cut image. Like he's clean. They cut. don't they don't get a guy a lot of guys that rock the boat. Yeah, but Levar he's clean cut. But you also got to deal with Levar, he's, right? Lonzo so, is a guy that's gonna be wearing the shoes. I could he's clean see cut. him being an Adidas guy, maybe even Under Armour. Actually, you know that Kurt, that Steph gave him a pair of his own game-worn shoes to wear in the summer league. Did you know that? No. I think they're ultimately they're going to go and start their own thing with Puma. No. 
Absolutely listen, not. Let me let's backtrack just two seconds. I think the summer league. Okay, the summer league is you know it is what it is, um, but the the truth is there. Lonzo and the Lakers have been the story the entire summer league um, from the draft from. You know the kid. What not shoes? Because what of, shoes is he gonna wear? But not because of his talent. Play, wise. His play. No. His play. Also two two triple two triple doubles in the uh, summer league. No other sure. player has r- recorded he, a triple double in the summer league. He did against he averaged, scrubs. He averaged like any seventeen nine and eight. That's pretty good. Yeah, sixteen point seven and even if points. it is against somewhat mediocre. And he talent. didn't even play two games. So and then it was still the summer league MVP. But the thing is, a really big highlight, um, like the steal and Kyle Kuzma. I think if you redraft, redraft is probably too early. But if they, I think if other teams knew what Kyle Kuzma could do, twenty he wouldn't he wouldn't fall way down to twenty seven. Yeah, that's true. But you 20, can say that every year about certain guys too. Yeah, and, and like I think. Teams that have now seen Dennis Smith Jr. play. Dennis and Smith. He, but he's looked amazing. Now, teams were aware of him. Can he play though. defense? Mm, I don't know. But Mavs have a good guard in him, though. They've hardly, I don't think they've ever had an athletic point guard like him in yeah, well, a they, long, and they needed scoring. Time. Yeah, desperately. So, so. That, that's what the, that was a field of need for sure. But the, as far as the Who's, shoe thing, I think it's a good play because um, the ball was really no <laughs> no pun intended. The ball was really in Lonzo's court because he can literally do whatever he wants. He could they could reopen you know negotiation talks with uh, with you know these these brands. He doesn't have to sign. He has the power to just wear his own shoe. You know. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think he can, that he's proving that, first that he game, can. Though, he played in his own shoe and he played like trash. But I think the bigger sense is this kid is going whatever shoe he wear he wears. No other shoe has been publicized this much by a player on the court. Like he gets attention. There's cameras zoning in on his yeah. shoe. LeBron doesn't even get that attention. Well, I think it would be a smart play for any of the brands to try to sign him, but. At the same time, like I feel like they've got to calm down with some of the contract demands. But what I'm saying is, this kid is controlling passively controlling the whole entire media market just by people at every game they've asked him, "What shoe are you gonna wear next?" I don't think it's passive. I think it's a very calculated. Well, and it's I'm saying he says, he, he's passive. He's his passive personality. Himself. He's is like, he's, um, just playing my game. Well, I think the I'm things that he about, does. I think the things that he says. His dad is very vocal and outward, but I think that, you know, Lonzo, his he, everything he does is very calculated, mm-hmm. is very, it's very manipulative. But he's not he's, in his own way. Absolutely, you know, he's kind of a quiet guy. But you know, one of his teammates, I was listening on the radio the other day, and one of his teammates, they were, were doing like an interview with him, and from UCLA, it was like whenever Lonzo first got to the team, his biggest impact was not with his skill. It was with his, you know, just his his quiet leadership was just going out and just, you working know, showing, hard. working hard and, you know, being a distributor and not being afraid to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. And, it's contagious. And, you know, that was contagious and that it rubbed off on other guys that, you know, instead of being all about them, 
it was all about the team. So, I mean, I think he'll have an impact on the team, but I think, you know, right now this is the hype machine is still chugging along full steam. In my opinion, I think when the season approaches and when the season gets here, we're going to look back on these moments and like, man, like the, this moment right now, we're not, this is probably the least we're probably going to talk about this guy. The more the season goes on, we're going to more, we're going to be talking about I, I have to say this about Lonzo. Okay? The hype is going to get Regardless bigger. of his dad, I do think his dad is going to calm down. You're not going to hear as much. Cause it's I a believe, long season. I believe that Magic had a conversation with him and said, look, if you were going to draft your son, you're going to have to take a back seat. It's about Lonzo now. He's the professional athlete. You know, and I the the key part of all this, I think he's going to draw in other talented players, possibly even superstars, because of that unselfish style of play. Like, the ball does not stick in his hands. He does not need to hold on to the ball and dribble for 10 minutes. He punches he, the he ball He immediately for pass. looks for the whatever pass he can get to make the best play, and that's contagious. People he want makes, to play with a guy He like makes that. his teammates better, literally. So We'll see. That's the positive. He hasn't played with his teammates yet. Yeah. He's played with two of his teammates and some other D-League guys. Yes. But, true. So we'll see. Like I said, the hype machine is strong. Um, you know, There's another... Big time hype machine that's going strong right now uh, with the Mayweather McGregor fight. Uh, did, did you guys see any of these like press conferences? I, I didn't see them all the way through, but I caught clips. I seen uh, like some hi- a couple highlights. Some bits I and can't lie, over. they were um, they were entertaining. I'm not gonna lie, that was entertaining. What, what do you think? The press conferences. I, I'm I not laughed. a fan of press conferences because I think it's all like a ruse. Like it wasn't even the press conference. It was probably just here. Take the mic, drop bars, like start choke, uh, checking each other. Someone's legitimate. Like I more appreciate the <laughs> like Conor McGregor Instagram trash talk, like where he's putting pictures of Floyd Mayweather's dad and says the fight is on, like things like that. <laughs> things like that are funny to me. But them like being in a staged environment where they've got a quote unquote like trash talk, each, trash talk other. each other it feels a little bit fake to me it does well, and it's to me it's a I mean from what I've seen it's just it's not clever yeah you know I think it's easy to be clever behind a keyboard on Twitter or whatever whenever you know there's no telling if you're actually writing that tweet or if you got your guys yeah. over here it's like hey you yeah. know say this McGregor's is saying to himself he's crazy I don't I don't know I mean I in, think, the, in the press conference it's like yeah he, he drops tons of profanity He's not really that clever. Like to me, it's 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 crazy. It's to me, it's entertaining to see one man talk trash about another man when he's three feet away from him. That's just a dynamic that you don't see like in everyday life. Wait, like, do you we need just, to play the clip after he won this, the street. his second UFC title? You don't just walk that down the funny. street. That was funny. Yeah, we had it on the pod. That was for real though. <laughs> that was for we real. You made that up on the spot, like. That's what I think he's. That's why I think he's funny. But I mean, he he is entertaining. But to me, it's like I don't know. I I, mean, I believe this is all just completely put on. Um, it stays. I think, from I this think point it's going to be. I, I'm I'm not trying to get too excited about the fight itself because I think it's going to be a huge letdown. I'm not. I'm not. I either. think you know this is all just my opinion. Once again, I want to sound like a broken record, but this is just huge. Just 
PR hype machine trying yeah. to sell as many $99 subscriptions or, you know, pay-per-views as possible, and they're succeeding. But yeah, people are going to watch not, it. It's though. just not entertaining to me. I don't, I mean, I might watch it if I have the chance, if I'm somewhere that's playing it. The Probably the know, most but, entertaining parts of this whole thing is probably going to be the press conference and the walk-up. Maybe the weigh-in. The way-up so and the walk-up. So for me, like, not a boxing fan. I do like UFC. I watch the UFC pretty regularly. I actually really want to watch this fight. And the thing is, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a good fight. It's just like, what if it is? I think it's the anticipation of, what if it is actually a good fight? Now, the expectations are low for me. Because I'm like of the opinion that if Mayweather doesn't knock him out, He's not I mean, excuse me, if McGregor doesn't knock him out in the first three rounds, like, it's over. I mean, Mayweather's going to win, and he's just going to prolong the fight. He's going to run and punch and defend like he always does. I don't and think that's probably what's going to happen. That's like, what, 98% outcome? Yeah. It's going to go to 12 rounds, and they're going to decide a winner. I don't think it is. It's not going to be What do you think, out. Tony? I mean, I think what will happen is is Floyd will dance like he does with everybody else. He'll dance around. But I I, I don't know. I just, I mean, McGregor is used to fighting these 15-minute championship right. bouts. Right. He's not used to fighting 35 minutes or whatever. I mean, 12 rounds would be. I mean, what are they, three-minute rounds? I think so. It should be 36 minutes. So 36 minutes. minutes. So he's not used to it. I think... I think what will happen is that, you know, Florida will wear him down. He may not get tired, but he'll get to a point where his conditioning or his his lack of conditioning, he's not used to fighting for that prolonged period of time, will catch up to him and he'll he'll lose his fundamentals, yeah. you know, drop his gloves or something like that, and it, it'll or open up a window out. to where Floyd knock him out. That's exactly my opinion, because, though. That's what I'm which I believe will happen because, you know, I think he's used to in MMA. There is a lot of fundamentals, but it's also there's a lot of scrappy boxing. There's you know boxing, wrestling, a lot of different things that you can do to kind of overcome a lack of fundamentals. Where boxing is very, I mean, fundamentals are huge. Right, well, so I'll say this te- about a, very yeah. technical. Yeah, right. I'll say this about McGregor is that he's very accurate. With his punches, like even in MMA, when you got guys like they're doing all kinds of stuff, they're not standing right in front of you. He is very accurate. So I do think if he catches him just right, there's a f- maybe 5% chance he can knock him out in one of the early rounds. But now, if that that's doesn't a, happen... That's the only way that he wins is because I, I don't think he's going to earn enough points by dancing no. to win in a decision. No way. So I think the only way that he wins is to, to, you know, for Mayweather to not take him as seriously and maybe let his guard down a little bit, and for Connor to just catch him one good time and exactly. be a lucky knockout. Because the word on the street is that Connor was actually knocked out during one of his sparring practices. Ah, I heard about that. Uh, so that came out recently, or no, before? like, like yeah, day because before I heard, the no, news. News came out. News the that day before the, the day after the or day before the press conference, yeah. like the latest press conference. Okay, because yeah. because the reason I say that is because that happened to him when he before he fought Nate Diaz. Yeah, this the happened. First time like, he got knocked out sparring. So I don't know that his chin is that great. 
in UFC, he's had a lot of fights where he got on guys early, they got discouraged. Now, there's been a couple, both fights with Nate Diaz, I believe, went the distance. Or, actually, Nate Diaz choked him out in the first one is what happened. Right? Because he got tired. He he wasn't used to all that boxing because Nate Diaz yeah. is really a boxer. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's But the second fight, he looked him. a lot better. But he's still, like, you're talking about, like I, you said, this is a five-round fight. Mm-hmm. And you're not you're not fighting near as long as you. I think he's a hothead. I think he's a emotional guy, which you kind of have to be to talk like that. But I think what happens, I think you know, either his conditioning catches up to him, or if he gets tagged a few times, maybe his emotions catch up to him. He tries to be a little, gets out of his game plan, tries to be a little bit too aggressive. I think one of those things happens. He opens himself up and gets tagged pretty good. I mean, because it's but you know what doesn't what doesn't matter. It, that no matter what the outcome of the fight is, he's going to get paid, and that's all he cares about. That's, it. that's all he cares about. It's actually free money. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how much would you take to lose a fight um, with Floyd Mayweather? It's like um, I'll take a hundred thousand, hundred hundred million. Actually, <laughs> he's probably going to make seventy five to hundred million. Yeah, easily. It's crazy just to lose for one fight. So that's about it on the sports. There's not really much going on. Um, well, quickly though, uh, in a couple weeks is the Bones Jones, Daniel Cormier rematch, which is a pretty big UFC fight if you're a UFC fan. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Bones has been out a while. Yeah, we'll He's, see what happens. Keeps getting caught, with doped keep, up, keep well, doing drugs in traffic situations. Trafficking, like like no, drug like trafficking. Vehicle, no vehicle traffic. Oh well, he had drugs in the car, Boy, yeah. and so he ran from the scene. And, he, and then after that, he yeah. got in trouble for what you're talking about: doping, using some kind of performance enhancing, something banned substance. Good guy, though. We'll Good guy. Good guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, what so, happens when you run around those br- uh, brother professional football players. Yeah, right. Because they do a lot of drugs and. Bad stuff, right? <laughs> no. How many guys get DUIs in the off season though? For real, it's a problem. No, I man. I think Chandler's in the in football. In basketball, football. That's what I'm talking about. His yeah. his brother Chandler's he's a he's a he's pretty straight. He's an A one straight lace guy, I believe, yeah. from what I can tell. But seriously you know, though, me I, personally, I, no one in person. I will say this: we're right now we're about fifty days away from football season. I don't know that I've heard that many. Off the field things like Dog, I'm just seventy, like eight days away from vacation. That's the only <laughs> countdown number that I'd care about right now. No, but that so, is no, true, except though. for Zeke Elliott, like oh, not your wedding being involved in. Yeah, well, that's he's talking about that's, vacation. That's the kickoff to the vacation. <laughs> this is a party for the vacation. Correct. Right. It's um, all. It's all in. But line. Zeke, Zeke is like supposedly involved in some. Bar fight. Bar skirmish. This yeah. is actually his second one. Yeah, he's under investigation by the yeah. NFL. He's going to get some type of suspension. So, uh, how many four days? games? Let's, let's guess. I'd say four games. I'd four. say 72 hour. 72 hours? 72 no. hour wait. Uh, I'd say two games. Um, Ultimately, two games. First game. Well, there was a domestic going. violence thing. First, day, first game is definitely going uh, Last year. Last yeah, that's summer. what I'm saying. And they never. 
resolve that. So no, that's what they, they said. They were preparing. That's what his. To, yeah, they were preparing to bring down a punishment right. or a decision on that mm-hmm. now, like a year later. Right. Right. And then the and bar then this fight is on top of that's it. what I'm saying. Right. It's minimum yeah, four so games. He's out of the league for a couple eight. years. Have you guys uh, seen any movies lately? Yeah, actually, Ben and I went to go see Spider Man. Um, together. Together, the date. And uh, it was dope. You double-headed it? What was yeah. the second one? Double-header, yeah. Planet of the Apes. Planet oh, the and Apes. Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes, yeah. Dang, you guys had a good double-header. And we saw Spider-Man at IMAX. Yeah. It was cool, man. And it was Mad Night. I'd already seen Spider-Man on the low, oh. but I told you that. No, you yes, didn't. Yes, I did. You lied. So disappointing. No, I didn't. I, I already mean, told you I saw Spider-Man, but I really liked it, and I wanted to see it again, and it was just as good the second time. Mm. That means I gotta see it again. All right, what was your favorite part of the movie? No spoilers. <laughs> well, dude, no spoilers. It the 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 character <laughs> oh, okay. or the outfit. My favorite part of the movie or? actually is the is the okay. So Tom Holland, he's from England, and he actually does a really funny like fake New York accent in a couple of scenes, and it's I like it. It's the humor is probably my favorite part. All right, what about Planet of the Apes? What was your best part? Oh, Planet of the Apes BS was just part. so <laughs> so realistic. It, this the last movie and this one to me just bring you into the story and you feel like you're part of it. And that's what like that's what I loved about the mo- movie. Emotionally yeah, involved. you you really do. You get very emotionally involved with the apes, and it gives them these human characteristics. All right, what was your favorite part about the uh, the Man well, of Spider and the Spider ape Boy? Uh, Spider, I liked it because it was a completely different, you know, I guess we're kind of, um, used to revamps now. So I, yeah. I just liked the, how it was done. Um, I liked the, the actors in it. I thought Zendaya did a good job. Uh, I'm pretty sure they'll do a sequel to this and probably expand on, for sure, um, her character because there was too much, too many side looks and you find out like her don't acronym don't okay i'm not going to say that's spoilers come on but uh what yeah apes? but what the was apes, your favorite part of apes um i like ben said it was real it felt realistic you forget that it was cgi with the with the apes you forget all about that um the development of the Caesar character. That's crazy. You know, I didn't think about that one time during that movie. You don't think about that at all. Um, Matt Reeves did a great job with taking this film and making it his own. Um, but yeah, there was a great climax. Um, they, I heard that they might um, continue the story. I, I read that he um, still has ape stories you know, um, to, to continue on to the story. But well, like the if, old one is like, I want to say there's like six, five or six of them jokers. Yeah. So um, if they don't make another one, I think this is a great uh, trilogy. Um, I think I will put this in a top five best trilogies of all time. Wow. Because it was, I mean, it was, it's a it was solid, well done, it's a solid, solid trilogy from one to the last. One, two, I gotta three. say though, like going into the very first movie, um, the you know one of James Franco was is that Rise or Dawn? I don't Dawn remember. Rise. I don't remember. What, okay, Dawn. So it was good and I liked it, but I thought the 
second and third one were much better. And the thing was, I wasn't going into these movies with the expectation that they were going to be as good as they were. They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Dunkirk, they, are you they, guys ready for Dunkirk? They Dunkirk? stand on their own, too. Dunkirk. 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 Christopher Nolan, man, uh, I'm always going to be jumping on his his ship. Pun unintended. Wasn't there a movie he did where there was the ship... Uh, what was the movie? What was the movie where like they were in like the navy ships, and there was like that bubble, like the protective bubble that nobody could get in. Pacific Rim. Pacific. Was that Pacific no, Rim? No. It no. Wasn't. <laughs> no. What was it? What's the? What movie? are you talking about? You've never seen the movie where they the cats are in the navy ship. Cats is this is where for people. Are you talking about uh, battleship? And, yes. Did Christopher Nolan do that? No. <laughs> he would Jesus never put his name movie. on those shit like that. <laughs> Hasbro. <laughs> so, no, it's not. It's no, not a, this no, isn't a sequel. Absolutely it is not, not Battleship. <laughs> it's not a, Christopher Nolan not a Christopher would be. It's not a spinoff. Naval, naval battle. Okay, so I was reading online. Rihanna there's was a lot of people that. talking about. <laughs> there's a lot of people talking about Christopher Nolan right now because of this movie coming out. And have brought up the question, like, what's your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? Okay. Batman. Also, to nine years ago today, yeah. The Dark Knight came out. Yeah. Can you believe it's been that long? No. 2008. That That's one of the best movies. I mean, and it's probably not even my favorite movie of his, but it's so good. July 18th, 2008, Dark Knight. Like, I definitely think Inception is pretty high up, like, super good. I think my favorite is Prestige. The Prestige. Yeah, I'm Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, Inception, for me, probably. And Batman. Batman. I had to do Batman, too. Batman. Batman Dark Knight. I said Batman, too. Batman, too. Batman Returns. Or Batman, also. That's Batman Batman Returns, Returns, also. As well. (laughs) Um... Anything else? Any other? You got you guys, but catch uh, that Dunkirk. Oh, you we never even spoke sorry. about Dunkirk. Dunkirk is not. They said it's not a war movie. It's a drama centered around a war. Hard okay. pass. So <laughs> hard pass for you. I watch people, some people don't. Does. Some people don't like war movies, and so they don't. I do. See I want to see blood, death, just everything. Oh, then you would like Game of Thrones. You yeah. would love Game of Thrones. Dog, okay, listen. Seriously, I'm so, not... like Seriously, I'm not just buttering it up and, hey, man, Tony, well, there's seat on you, seat here on the ship. Listen, two years ago, I started watching Game of Thrones. Started watching the first episode. Listen, there is a... We're going to give a one-year anti-spoiler period, so we're way past that, so we can talk okay. about the full first episode, okay? okay. Yeah. So I started watching it. These cat, this cat goes out into the middle of this woods and finds these like dead bodies like heads on top of sticks Bro, and you're stuff. talking about like the very first Dog. scene no i'm talking <laughs> about like the first five minutes of the yeah. ep- first episode go out there then he runs back and he's like hey i found these guys they go out there there's nothing there that's where i stopped <laughs> bro like i got distracted went did something else Never came back to it. That's so. Doesn't sound like what the what the series is all about. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. Listen, so, you came up so quick. That's the quickest. I didn't give up. Give up. Oh, I just, hold on, hold on. I got distracted. Lost your stride. Came oh, back on, to on, it. Lost your blood. Almost as quick as you gave up 
on Star Trek when he fell asleep during the damn credits. <laughs> Opening credits. This dude fell asleep. If you've ever seen Star Trek, no spoilers. The, the no. new Star Trek. If you've ever seen the, the newest Star Trek, the first one with J.J. Abrams did. There's a scene where young Captain Kirk is driving this convertible and he almost falls off a cliff. Tony fell asleep before that scene. If you know what I'm talking about, Star Trek fans. Yeah, I don't even think the dun, 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 Star Trek logo no, came up on the screen even, yet. Music hadn't even started yet. So anyways, back to... So everybody's just talking about Game of Thrones. They do every year when it comes back on, okay? So you're, some people, you're, you're some people being at work, very disrespectful no, right now. So some people at work were talking about it. I'm like, you know what? I need to give it a good shot. So the other night, sat down and watched the entire first episode. And I was like, I thought I'd watched like half of it. But I was like, no, I didn't watch hardly any of it. So I got to the end where a kid gets pushed out the window and I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. So now I'm like, I am a little bit excited to watch it. I just really don't have time right now. Okay, that's so fine. That's fine. I, I'm, 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 that's fine. I'm intrigued. I'm, so. Okay, but look, you understand, like for me, I'm not a, I'm not a show binge watcher. Like I will watch a show and I'll watch like one or two episodes a night to where I can like enjoy the show as I've been watching the crap out of this show like ever since I started watching and I'm super late to the party we're in season seven there's only going to be eight seasons and like in like two weeks I'm already at the end of season three no this is the final season no there's there's eight seasons 100 percent. there's eight seasons okay you may be right yes (laughs) no I'm getting confused because this season is the first season that it's not um 10 episodes. It's just oh, okay. it's just uh, 7 episodes. In oh, I didn't season. know that. Yeah. That's the only thing I do kind of like about HBO shows yeah. is that you can go back and catch up on them. Like, I didn't have access to HBO for a while mm-hmm. and so I like the show Ballers. Yeah. And so, like, I watched the first season and now they're on, like, season 3 or 4. 3 comes out this Sunday. Yeah, so I'm like, mm. man, I need to catch up on that and there's, like, 8 episodes. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, a lot of Netflix Whereas, is doing that now a lot, too, with their Netflix originals. Yeah. It'll be like 12 or 13 episodes. Because some shows, it's hard to catch up on because you're like, okay, this is an hour show. So it's 45 minutes, and there's 24 episodes <laughs> yeah. per season. I'm Don't like, have this time is for that. That's what's awesome about these platforms, man. Like, It's not like back in the day, you catch your shows, you have to be at home uh, at this time, at, at this hour, on this day. You know, It's all on demand. Yeah. And so... It's it's enticing to you know subscribe and and you can watch, watch it anywhere. It. Yeah, because now with the I mean, I think we both have Verizon, right. me and Raz. But yeah. um, you have Verizon too. Yeah, I have Verizon. Oh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> have unlimited data now. Right. So that's what I was so getting get to. Get off me, bro. Is that other people? Well, <laughs> at, I was saying, at, don't at me. Listen, bro. <laughs> so we both we like me and Raz both had the unlimited data. And uh, and me, <laughs> but that's what I was saying. Let him finish. So if you let me finish, <laughs> sorry, I'm just messing. With Anyways, you. <laughs> but we we had talked about this before. But like other carriers and stuff have it now too, where more people like Ben are getting on that limited data train. And do you can watch like Hulu has? I I got rid of Sling. I got rid of all the other things. Like I'm only on Hulu now, right? Because they got the live TV and on demand, and so you can watch all your channels. I can watch but the Braves. I can watch anything on there. 
explain though that the Hulu Live TV you do have to pay a subscription. For you it. pay more for it. You, I mean, but you get it's a lot not of just channels. a seven ninety nine subscription. You're already paying ten dollars a month or whatever. Right. I mean, it's forty bucks, but really, I mean that you eliminate having to have, like I say, Sling TVs like. $28 a month. Right. And, you, that's and then you the got base. another 10 for Hulu yeah. and this for Netflix and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, with like, the Hulu is cool because you get you get a bunch of channels. You get way more channels than you get with Sling TV. Plus, right. you get all the... You get a certain X amount of like DVR yep. time per month. You get month. sports. Yeah, sports. So and you, you can, you can DVR up not, to like 75 hours a month yeah. or something like that. And you can still watch all those on-demand shows, like say the regular Hulu shows. You know, certain ones have contracts with, like Fox or whatever. You can watch all those shows the next day after they're on. That doesn't use your DVR time. Mm. So I'm, I mean, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on that life. But anyways, you can watch. So you can watch it on anything. So I can be at work on lunch break or something, and I got an hour lunch break. I'm gonna eat my lunch real quick and then take 45 minutes and watch a show, like. You know, I'm not having to wait till I get home or something like that where, you know, you can kind of nice. keep it moving. Yeah. So, it's and, cool. But one thing I, l- I like about Game of Thrones, it's not, you can actually pick which type of viewer you can be. You can be like a super, like, nerdy, oh man, we can, you know, talk about the theories and all that other stuff, or... You can just watch it when you get to it and just enjoy it that way. And I was late to the party, too. I just started watching it when um, season six was premiering. Well, before season six was premiering, and I did, like, Ben. I binged it in, like, four or five days. Like, I was off. Four or five days? You watched all six seasons? Five seasons? I I literally stayed on the couch. No, it's ten episodes. That's like a little less than sixty hours. I swear to you, I stayed on the couch. I ordered my food to me. <laughs> I stayed I Ubered, home. I Uber delivered my food. to I me. I stayed home. I was off from work like that. That That's Friday and Monday, now, by the way. miraculously. And I, I watched it. I binged it. And I completely fell in love. And I was like, "This is." I would put it next to. Um, Breaking Bad is the best shows of all time. Yeah, well, that's one of my other <laughs> favorite, oh, so That's another show that. I've seen the first episode of. <laughs> yeah. Breaking Bad is slow, though, to start it's with. It's very slow, it yeah. Picks up and it's Breaking really Bad, good. this cat is out in the desert in a trailer. With his draws cooking on. Cooking some meth. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I saw. His yeah, draws. His draws. Hey, Saggy draws. So don't take your TV. Watch Let me ask you a question, though. Because I was just hitting on the... You said having your food brought to you. That, that made me think of this. Has America hit the pinnacle of laziness that we have now? We have accessible to us. Uber can deliver your food to you. No, I don't think it is. At Uber all. Eats. I think it's just convenience. Seriously. I think it's convenience because like here in Chattanooga, we're Americans and we here have in Chattanooga they've had other stuff like that before. Like they have this service called like Dinner, Dinner Delivered, delivered sure. where it's a local company where they you know a lot yep. of places don't deliver. But they're pissed now though. Oh, because they got a Uber much eats. bigger platform than Uber. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, you know, in a place like Chattanooga, who's like, I would say kind of mid, mid-sized city where the Uber drivers during the weekday, they don't have a, that much action, you know? So it gives the Uber drivers the opportunity to still make a little money when yeah. they're not picking up, you know, people, they can go deliver food and still make a little money and it's convenient for people and it keeps the Uber name in your mouth. Hey, it literally, we, we one should question. do a sponsor. <laughs> we should get a sponsor from Uber cause I'm for real about the plug Uber. In San Francisco, we use Uber a lot, and it's so reasonable. 
especially to do like Uber share where there might be like one or two other people in the car with you. Yeah. It's like the most reasonable. I think we spent less than a hundred dollars on all of our rides in like a week and a half. Speaking I of, I don't really go places where you need to use it. We, we probably will when we go to Miami in a couple months, but when we went to New Orleans last September, we used Uber around New Orleans and it like was, it's super convenient. Yeah. It's way easier even than so much cheaper a, than a taxi. A taxi. Plus you don't have to pay like per minute or whatever. It's got a set fee. It just charges you that fee. Right. Speaking of food, uh Tony sent us uh, a text of uh Chef Z Foods in Publix. Um who who was that? Uh so our friend Jeff. Yeah. Um plug to the pharmacist. <laughs> our our professional drug dealer friend, um, legal legal drug legal, legal drug, drug dealer, um, but he was at the Publix yeah. and saw some Chef Z uh, Raz's was it the uh, sauces, the jambalaya, the gumbo, etouffee. the etouffee, yeah, all of it. So if you guys are listening, uh, we're gonna kind of wrap it up. I think we're about done. But if you guys are listening, I promise you, <laughs> you will not regret it. If you can find and get your hands on some Raz's sauces you know you put your own shrimp or chicken and stuff like that put it over rice over noodles whatever you kind of make it your way but dude this sauce is worth it yeah i speaking from experience i've had the i've had the restaurant food and i've had the sauce the sauce is very good by itself just off the shelf and it's really easy to make too and so just go to chef no it's uh rises foods dot com r a z z yes risesfoods.com and um order you some jambalaya etouffee or gumbo gumbo jambalaya etouffee gumbo really easy. there was something else is there another one um there's like he makes his own i thought there was a salad fourth. dressing i thought there was too. a fourth there might have been but yeah it's and it's man it's getting out there it's in the stores yeah it's even in chattanooga so when you sent me that i was like oh my gosh it's in hickson tennessee bayou sauce it was at the the bayou Bayou sauce sauce, okay it was at the kroger in nashville Mm -hmm. and then they went to the walmarts and now they're in Publix down here in chattanooga so reaching out outside of the shout out i love that it says uh as seen on food network yeah oh yeah it was featured on food network food network uh hsn not hsn qvc uh, qvc yeah he's everywhere man so check y'all out some it's the real deal it's real deal Uh, it's good i guess that's about it you guys got anything else yes support Support our nigerian brother (laughs) nigerian brother it's uh cajun food so if you guys like it's not too spicy but you can add your own you know, meats like Tony yeah, said. Spice so. it up. Spice it up. Spice it down. No, you can't spice it. You can spice it up. <laughs> you don't water it down. Special peppers. Do Special peppers. Peppers. Yeah. So, anything else, guys? Hey, does Chattanooga deserve a superhero? Why a superhero? Like, you know how you know in the movies, you know, a city has like a certain superhero. Would one thrive here? What would it be? What would it be like? The, what? Uh, like detective or the hipster savior of the universe (laughs) probably would be a hipster (laughs) all right till next time see ya see you guys peace peace